it's really difficult to find great executives. Spirit Consulting helps organizations find all-star executives and hire the right one using work psychology so you can serve more customers and grow your business. To get a free quote, go to spiritmco.com. Enjoy the show.
Jack. Holy infant, so tender and mild. Well, Hannah, that was fun to uh, praise God and to bring in the Christmas spirit. It was, yeah. And I think it's a great way to wrap up season five of the Virtuous Heroes podcast. I can't believe it's been five seasons already. So, yeah, I would love to ask you, uh, what was it like doing season five of the podcast? Yeah, so I think the uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that just growth. <laughs> I still don't think that we know what we're doing, but I think that we're a little bit further along in the journey uh, than when we were 60 episodes ago. And being able to record 60 episodes and all the different ways that we've grown the podcast has been awesome. I think we've had some affirmations from a couple different people also that have been like, They've been thinking about starting their own podcast and they're like, man, this is so great. Like how you have this amazing like interview guide and like videos that are compiled and all of this stuff. And uh, so I think that's really affirmed that we are at least, you know, kind of headed in the right direction of, of where we want this podcast to be. You know, our some of our visions and goals are to basically have it be like a top five business and spirituality podcasts. I don't even know if that's a category. But <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I mean, just that, that we would be recognized in the business community, but then also, you know, because we kind of sit between this, this lens of both leadership and spirituality that, that we would be recognized in that category, in either of the categories, really, for that matter. <laughs> and so that, that's always been a dream of ours and, and kind of where we're, we're trying to accomplish as well. Um, and I think that the other thing is like when I first started interviewing guests, I was pretty nervous and um, not as loose as I am today. And I feel like being able to drop some of the notes and really just be able to connect with people and try to be as present as I possibly can be with them. I think that's definitely been a, um, a growth uh, for the podcast as well. The, the other thing that came to mind um, as I was just kind of reflecting on this was I interviewed Dave Cal and I've shared this a couple of times because like people basically when we're talking about virtue in business, people oftentimes are like summarizing what Dave has been able to like very concisely communicate in his book, The Good Book on Business. And that is that God's plan for business is family. And that he like pointed out in the Old Testament around the story of Abraham, that basically like that was his discovery when they were talking about Abraham's trained servants as part of the clan. And it was an eye-opening experience for Dave that realizing that God throughout scripture, basically anytime they're talking about clan, um, they're actually, instead of family, they're actually talking about business. And so if you think about the way that you're to lead in business as, you know, leading the head of a family, then things start to be clarified a lot. It's, it just clarifies your role within business and the way that you're supposed to, 
to love other people. And then when you do that, basically virtues just come naturally from that place. And so that was a, a big eye opener for me this year in running the podcast and then also bringing that into to business. Now, I don't think that we can get away from like the social justice issues that we've seen a couple of them, both the Black Lives Matter and also the Me Too movement. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And in order to, to help me do that, I want to kind of dive into the word. So I have the Bible. With the me. word. <laughs> the word. Let's go. <laughs> Boom. Um, so this is out of Exodus. And I feel like I've kind of like danced around this in some of the episodes, but I want to be like very direct about this. So this is now Exodus chapter 17. And we're going to pick up and in verse 8. Aaron's staff becomes a snake. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh and it'll become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers and the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard and he would not listen to them just as the Lord had said. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs> yes, let's go. All right, so let's use like specifically... I want to look at that as it relates to the Black Lives Matter movement, because oftentimes in this Christian community, like you'll see people that like their response to Black Lives Matter is all lives matter. They're like babies lives matter. And basically when you take that response, it's basically like not really being able to empathize with people that have been facing suffering. And they're, you know, basically like just in the scripture, their hearts are hardened. Versus being able to say like, okay, like, why is this a movement? What's happening here? Is there really racism? Maybe I should ask some of my black friends if they've been experiencing racism still to this day. And then if I don't have any black friends to even be able to have this conversation, maybe that's also something telling. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, definitely when I did that with, uh, with a, a black colleague, that really opened my heart to like, you know, I'll be honest, like that was my original response, like seeing basically like some of the destruction that went hand in hand with the Black Lives Matter protests, thinking like, oh, this is ridiculous. Why are they protesting about, et cetera. But then actually being able to have that dialogue with a black colleague and him like sharing about a lot of the racism that he's been facing to this day and many examples of that playing out at his corporation, like opened my heart of like, okay, so I just... I started to take that to prayer and like then the thing that came to my mind is like does Jesus think that black lives matter which is just like it's just a silly thought to even even be able to have that discussion like Christ do you think black lives matter of course I created them they are my children but I think this is so when so now those of you that are maybe still kind of hung up into the destruction that happens and like, is this a movement of God? Is it not like, you know, going back into that scripture, 
like oftentimes movements of God, when Aaron lays down the staff, it turns into a snake. It's supposed to be a miracle to open their hearts about like God is truly present in this movement to set his people free from the Egyptians. Um, like oftentimes the devil is able to reduplicate that exact same miracle. So like in the same way with the Black Lives Matter movement, like I see the movement, racism being brought to the light of society and that there really is still racism to this day as a movement of God. And then ultimately, like, you know, some of the destruction that happens with it, some of the other, uh, I would say, values that maybe get kind of muddled into the movement overall that may not necessarily, like, that's more so like, the magicians, uh, Pharaoh's magicians that are throwing down their snakes and kind of getting muddied within the movement, but, mm -hmm. you know, believing overall that the movement is a movement of God and it's a very good thing and healthy thing to be able to kind of search our hearts and see like, are, is there any areas of racism that are, you know, in, in my own heart that I still have to deal with? Um, and I know for my family, we definitely grew up with very racist uh, kind of undertones and also blatant racism that happened. And so it's not necessarily one of those things where it's like, you know, trying to condemn people and like, how dare you cancel these people, but more so as an, an invitation and an opportunity to basically say like, Lord, are there any parts of my hearts that are still have racism in them where I think some people groups are better than other people groups and being able to present those as opportunities for healing. So that, that was a big thing that, that came up uh, this year. So before I kind of dive too further, any comments or thoughts on that, Hannah? Um, yeah, I think it's a really good point to make that um, it's hard to watch in our society because I think part of it is because we're so polarized with our opinions or po politics that it it's like um, you can see a good thing that gets other things come into it. There's a lot of people in the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, they're not all the same and like they all have various views of things. And so to just like throw out the whole idea of there's still being racism or that there is racism that we still need to look at systemic or you know even in our own hearts our minds or thinking you know um because of certain parts of the movement that maybe we don't agree with i think that's a really good point to make that um that like let's look at let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. like let's look at the whole thing and we're not gonna we're not gonna love everything about the movement you know but we um I think we went into some really deep conversations, some really honest conversations with our guests in this season. Um, a lot, you know, from um, from uh, African American cultures and backgrounds, and um, that had very amazing experiences, personal experiences that they shared um, that were really raw that I thought was invaluable. Um, so I was really, really proud of. We really, really had a like a lot of great experiences shared from that in this season. So I was really proud of that. Yeah. So as long as we're on this social justice um, topic, I also think, you know, what kind of got dwarfed by the Black Lives Matter movement was the Me Too movement. Yeah. And Raquel Thomas, I was so proud of her for being able to like come on and share about her stories and struggles with that. 
where actually like her own experience like actually opened the door for me to for the first time like publicly share of like a molestation story of myself growing up and uh you know i i i always am kind of one of those that um yeah i i just can be very vulnerable at times but it was shocking to me of like just being able to i'm even just choking up now just trying to like get the words out but being able to like just share that publicly um was was big for me um and i think i think i'm hoping that that uh that just continues to bless other people that it isn't something that is just you know we feel like we have to lock in doors and not be able to communicate about it but to be open about our past because as we know the devil loves to keep things in the dark and that when you bring things to the light it uh, it loses its power and hold over you so so that was uh, also another big moment for me and then also hoping that it you know continues to bless our audience in that way as well and opens the door for other people to be able to share any things that their struggles that they may have had growing up and so that kind of leads me into the next topic was like you know i've changed you know i, I hope that uh you know even ourselves my love that uh you know we've been now married for a year and a half and we're just continually being able to grow in intimacy and uh, to strengthen our relationship and bond in that way. And, and so I think in the same way that, you know, that's an analogy to the relationship that we have with our Lord. And if, if we have intimacy with God, our Father, and we're continually pursuing him, pursuing holiness and wholeness, then thus we should always be growing. And I think that for me, that's really kind of like, I've just grown in the prophetic I've grown in deliverance, in, in uh, discernment of spirits. I mean, these are gifts that we've intentionally kind of focused on being able to, you know, grow in as we've uh, gone into ministry and deeper into ministries. And so I think that that is kind of like, that has opened my eyes that like, especially around the prophetic that, that Jesus is in control of these episodes. And, and sometimes I feel like, I get to this place where I'm like, oh, I need to plan out the perfect questions and I need to know exactly what I'm going to ask the guests. And I know need to know everything about their backgrounds. And yet I found that when I just like lean into the Holy Spirit and just like while the guest is talking, just be like, okay, Lord, like, you know, is there anything that the Holy Spirit just highlights parts of their conversation? And he also like brings up things that either should probe into further or specific questions that I need to ask. And whenever I've like had the confidence to do that and like not trying to put any restrictions on the Holy Spirit, then people get wrecked and they're always like, wow, that's such a good question. And I'm like, always like, I don't want to stop and be like, oh, that's great. Cause I was Jesus. Like, I really feel like the, the Lord, like, you know, pointed me to that question. Um, but yeah, that has been definitely a big thing that I, I found this like, at first, I think in the first couple of episodes, I felt like it had to be all me. And then the more I've gone into it, I realized that this is an opportunity for Jesus to, to basically be able to like, you know, use me as a vehicle of grace to be able to like, ask some of these deeper questions that allow people to open their hearts and basically even have some healing through these experiences too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've come, if you look at our first few episodes and you look at them now, it's a world of difference. We've come a long way. So what is in the future of the Virtuous Heroes podcast? Have you been feeling unfulfilled? You want to be happy, but just continue to struggle. 
One of the best ways to experience joy is by caring for the homeless. A charity I've grown to love, River of Light, food rescues a million meals per year for the needy in Chicago. Imagine how that make you feel, knowing that you're helping feed children and veterans. To make a tax-deductible donation, visit riverlightchicago.org. Again, riverlightchicago.org. No one should go to bed hungry. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, we're, we're kind of talking a little bit about that. You and I both do prophetic praise and worship where we, you know, praise God every other Monday night. And then we just like anyone that shows up, it's over Zoom and it's part of the School of Supernatural Ministry in the anointedlife.com. And so when people join us on Zoom, the people that do, you're like, we'll do music like we did in this episode today. And then after that, anyone that's like new that shows up, like anyone that has the gift of prophecy will just minister to them prophetically, specifically like God, you know, what is an image or sign or a word that you have for this person and being able to release that uh, to the people that show up. And so like in the same way, um, you know, just God has continued, like, it's not like, okay, well, Chris is like gifted in prophecy here. And like when I'm doing yard work or when I'm doing business, you know, it's like, it just basically starts to flow in everything that you do. And so I really see that to be the future of the anointed life. And, and I think near the end of the season, like I basically specifically was intentional about prophesying to certain guests and, or like, if the, I think I, I want to say, oh yeah. So in, in Fabian Stone's episode, which is going to be released, uh, he's going to be the first episode of season six in 2022. But basically, like during that episode, I felt like the Lord say, like, okay, there's someone that's listening to this that has a spirit of fear on them. And I want you to basically like, you know, cast that off of them. And uh, so that, that that was that was a wild experience. And, you know, would love to, you know, look to see how these different ways that we're, we're blessing people. Um, yeah, so that that's interesting. And then, you know, I think the other thing is like, you know, you and I, Hannah, have been growing in discernment of spirits, working with the ministry of Bear Creek Ranch. Uh, this is in the northwest suburbs of Atlanta. And uh, so with that, that's like specifically helping people to be get to be set free from different um, spirits that they have been suffering with. And so that's another one that I, you know, it's like, we're not supposed to, you know, from their tutelage, we're not supposed to be casting demons off anyone or even really like using that gift to like peek into different people's spirits, if you will. Um, so I don't really do that. But then it's like, I found that like, while I'm just doing life that some sometimes they just start to manifest. And so I think that's maybe an opportunity for me to in recognizing like, if you okay, it's like, okay, I'm not going to stop the Holy Spirit. Maybe if there is something that I'm starting to see or perceive with this person of how this, you know, this demonic spirit is, is bringing havoc into our guest lives of being able to prophesy the opposite of that, of the way that the Lord wants to bring healing or bring peace or bring joy into their life. And so I'm excited about just continuing to show up as Chris Gomez, like a disciple of Jesus Christ in these episodes and not trying to restrict the Holy Spirit anymore. I think that's kind of like the short summary of what I'm trying to say here is like, what is the, uh, the future of this episode is, or future of the, 
Virtuous Heroes podcast as well. So it sounds like these things that you're, um, are very much a part of your personal life, uh, prophecy, um, that you're looking to integrate that more into a podcast. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just, I think that, um, and so people, you know, people, Christians that may not be gifted or have not received the gift of prophecy thus far, um, they might not understand like what this means in particular. I mean, I gave you an example about like, you know, I'm talking to Fabian, Fabian's talking about like one of the vices he had to overcome is fear. And that's going to be in this episode that's forthcoming. And then the Lord is like, basically like, I feel like, like Chris is highlighting fear. Then like, Lord, why are you highlighting fear when Fabian's talking about this? And I feel, and then, then I feel like I hear the Lord say like, there's someone listening to this episode right now that has a spirit of fear and I want you to cast it off them. Like that is specifically like as, as Catholics, we believe that we're all baptized as priests, prophets, and kings. And so, you know, I, I shared on uh, Facebook recently, I think it was, is either Chris Ballatin or, or Bill Johnson from Bethel Church, but they said, like, it's so preposterous to think that, you know, G, like, God has calls himself the word, and that, that to think that God doesn't want to speak to his beloved children, us, that's preposterous to me. Like, and then also, like, if you think, so that's them. I also think about, like, all right, we spend so much of our time, like, praying, in, at, like, that's, that's what we're called to do, is, like, commune with our God. And if, if you're constantly like praying, talking to God, why would we believe that, that he doesn't want to speak back to us? And there's example after example after example, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, etc., where this is happening. St. Paul teaches us to follow the way of love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. And it's like, is if you make love the motivation of everything, it's never like, okay, I'm prophesying because I am trying to elevate myself, but more so like, I just want to love people. And every single time that we've done this, my love, of like, just open ourselves up to hearing God and giving that to people, strangers sometimes, like, you've seen just how, how like, it just opens their hearts to the reality that God loves them and is truly present in their lives. And it also opens the, the opportunity to start preaching the gospel that, that God loves us, sin has separated us, Jesus Christ uh, basically had to die for our sins to, to, to bring us back into that loving relationship. And the way that we enter into that is by being able to put Jesus at the center of our lives. And um, yeah, so I think that has just been just been awesome to be able to prophesy. And like, because I, you hear about different prophets Hannah, that, that specifically for me, like Chris Valentin is like the tops. Like I just love listening to him and hearing about these different stories where he's like called to prophesy to Kings. And um, so I've always been like, Lord, like I love that opportunity. And then slowly, but surely like, you know, God gives me, you know, the, the virtuous heroes podcast, like in prayer, we start to get up and rolling with that. And it never dawned on me that like, okay, I'm going to start prophesying to people. Like that's, what's going to happen. It's just kind of like, I started interviewing people on this podcast. And then all of a sudden God, you know, he loves me. He wants to talk to me. He continues to talk to me during these episodes. And next thing I know, I'm starting to prophesy to these leaders 
like all throughout the U.S. and how awesome that is. And some of them don't know what the prophetic is. So like being able to just like give them these words and, and how it has blessed them has been awesome. And so I just look forward to continuing to kind of open my heart um, and being able to bless people with the gifting as well. Rock on. <laughs> so is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, so um, a couple things. Uh, so we're in the process of launching another podcast under Spirit Consulting. This one's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be led by Jaden Smith, who's our director of business operations. For those of you that have read the book Traction, he's our integrator in the business and ultimately will be, he's already running the, the company. Um, so that it's been amazing to watch him grow. But in essence, that's going to be more so of a round table where we're bringing in a couple different executives and, and discussing certain leadership topics overall instead of just specific like a one-on-one -on -one dialogue between me and a different leader. But I think that also opens the opportunity, opens the door and opportunity to bring some of our prior guests from the podcast to be brought into that podcast too. So that's super exciting. And then the only last thing I want to share is just uh, just giving thanks and um, praise. So first to Jesus Christ, who gave me the idea to open the Virtuous Heroes podcast. I can't thank you enough, Jesus, for just this year has been just, we've been radically blessed in so many different ways. And so, God, I just um, thank you for the opportunity to um um, be used by you in this way to to inspire people to put virtue at the center not only of their business lives but their entire lives and everything that they do to um, love other people and have love be the motivation of everything that they do and thus when that happens you know compassion and kindness and honesty and integrity and all the virtues that we can uh leverage in in business just flow naturally so thank you for that jesus i also want to thank john simpson who you know uh doesn't really get a lot of accolades but is really the backbone of the podcast i mean he's our video and audio engineer he leads marketing and public relations and bringing guests on to the podcast uh he's just He's so dynamic and this podcast would not even be a reality unless John had worked as hard and diligently as he works on it. Um, and then wanna thank Jaden Smith as well for him being the backbone of Spear Consulting. So I can do cool things like prophesying to leaders and, and uh, you know being able to bring the prophetic and inspiring people to virtuous leadership. And then Hannah, wanna thank you, my love. I mean, you are the love of my life. And uh, you just make my life so easy to be able to focus on the business by, um, you know, taking care of the home front. The other day, I think yesterday, Carter and I were reading his religious education book about how, like, the question was, what does Mary do for the Holy Family? And I was just like, oh, man, get it wrecked. I was, I was just thinking about, I just, I was like, okay, what analogy will Carter be able to like pick up? I was like, what does Hannah do for us? And he, he didn't get it at first, but I was just like, she makes our house a home. You know, she, she just blesses us. She loves you guys so much. 
She goes grocery shopping for us. She takes care of those little things. She takes you guys to school. Like that's the type of stuff that Mary did for Jesus and Joseph at home. That was her role. And, and you could see that um, uh, Carter, the light was just clicking on for Carter and that um, he really, uh, he, he just, he got it. And it was, it was beautiful that God gave me that, that analogy in that moment. And so Hannah, I just want to thank you for all the little things that you do for our family and the way that it opens the doorway for me to not have to worry about that stuff and to be able to be focused on, on things like the podcast and running the business, et cetera. Thank you, baby. I, uh, I love taking care of those little guys. <laughs> our little Chris and Carter, um and uh yeah i love being married to you uh yeah hold on just like <laughs> i did not uh, think i was going to get as, as emotional as it, so sorry about that um yeah uh, sorry not sorry um and uh wanted to also thank uh steven lenaski uh, he was an intern that worked for us in December of 2020. And basically he was like, I was like, ah, I don't know if we could do it. You know, it seems like we got a lot going on. And he was like, no, you can do this. Like it, it you know, just simplified a lot of the things. And I think that without his kind of like push, his gentle shove that, uh, that we probably wouldn't have launched the, the podcast. So thank you, Stephen. Fabian Stone, you know, you've uh, watched over me for the last five years like a brother, and it's been amazing to be able to do more than just work together, but to have that type of brotherly love for one another, and the way that you inspired me always to love people. And even though when I didn't have the definition of like what I defined, you know, virtuous leadership that Dave Kell helped me define through the good book, like you were just living that by the way that you were patient and loving and kind towards vendor everyone that you interact with that was definitely a huge inspiration for and i and i coined you as the godfather of the virtuous heroes podcast because of the way that you show up at work and then you know then then uh, two more things uh, or i guess three one our clients like great expressions dental centers duke ronald mcdonald house charities you guys pay the bills so that we can do this type of fun stuff all of our guests for uh inspiring virtuous leadership and giving your testimonies of the way that you live a virtuous life in business at home, et cetera. And then lastly, our audience, thank you for tuning in and uh, being able to be inspired by these testimonies of these leaders that are living virtuous lives. And I just continue to pray and hope that uh, that inspires you to raise the bar on the way that you bring virtue into everything that you do. So I think we've danced around it long enough. Uh, Hannah, can we uh, close out in prayer? Yeah. Let's go. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we love you. Father, thank you for being with us on this final episode. Lord, thank you for being with us everywhere that we go. To quote my spiritual director, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is such a silly song to sing because Emmanuel means that God is with us. God, you are with us now. You're always with us. Lord Jesus Christ, we love you, Lord. Thank you for being with us, being before us, being above us, being behind us. 
Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for everyone that uh, that is listening to this podcast episode today. Lord, we need more, more priests, prophets, and kings. So, Lord, we just pray that you would pour out your prophetic spirit on the world. Lord, in the same way that you came aggressively after me, I pray that you would come after any of the audience that are listening to this uh, podcast episode. They feel like they've been religious, but they haven't actually had a relationship. As I start to talk about being led by the Spirit of God, listening to Jesus' voice, that doesn't happen until you've been baptized in the fire of the Holy Spirit. And so being able to meet the resurrected Jesus Christ. And so, Father, I pray that in the same way that you have baptized me in the fire of the Holy Spirit in Eucharistic adoration, that you would baptize these guests uh, on this listening to this podcast into your spirit, that they would meet you, Lord, that being able to see God would be a regular element of their daily lives and the way that you've just continued to inspire us, Lord. And Father, we, uh, we pray for those that are less fortunate than us that uh, can't listen to podcasts because they don't even have a phone. That this Christmas season, Lord, you were born, you know, uh, so many years back in a manger in, in poverty. And the Lord, we pray for those that are um, on the streets this Christmas season, cold and alone. The Father, that like Christmas trees, you would light up their hearts with your love. And Father, I lastly pray, Lord, that you would help us to be more um, compassionate and gracious with the gifts that you've given us. The more that we give them away, Lord, the more that you give to us. So Lord, help us just to continue to provide for the homeless. Whatever we did in 2021, help us to raise the bar in 2022. That everyone that's listening to this, Lord, that you would just help them to be that much more compassionate. Help us to be more um, giving of our gifts and giving of our treasures. We love you, Jesus. And we pray all this through the intercession of your most holy and beautiful Mother Mary and your foster father, the terror of demons, St. Joseph, as we pray, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Virtuous Heroes podcast. We wish you an incredible Advent season with your family and loved ones, and we look forward to catching up with you in 2022. Blessings to all of you. Hey, Chris here. Hope you enjoyed the episode where we discussed all things going bald. (laughs) Just joking. If you enjoyed the episode and the podcast, will you please subscribe on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Or you could also share it with a friend. That would be tubular. I hope you have an awesome day.